pinch me. (laughs) I'm an author. I wrote a book, Destined for Greatness, Living an Inspired Life from Head to Tippy Toes. If you haven't already gotten your copy, you may head over to my website, sarahnoose.com, or go to Amazon and check out Sarah Noose, Destined for Greatness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? So great. How are you? Oh, so good. So fun. So fun. It's been really fun to hear people's um, reactions to our podcast. Yeah. I think talking about your book has really uh, created a lot of good feedback. Yeah. I love it. I like this. Maybe I should write another one. Oh, wait. I am. You are. <laughs> Can't wait for it. I know. Me too. Hopefully it won't take me three and a half years. No, I think you're in a good rhythm of it now. Yeah. So much of it was trying to learn mm-hmm. the process. Right. Yeah. And if I wait three and a half years, I might forget the process. So I need to hustle. Which. But I also want it to be good. So. I think really goes into chapter 14 of your book, Destined for Greatness. Yes. Which is all about the seeds that you're sowing mm-hmm. and uh and you think about the process with your book yeah you had to plant a lot of seeds <laughs> and not all of them grew but no. planted a lot of seeds to see what uh, how the process works and how to get through it mm-hmm. but always such a uh, good things and i think one of my favorite phrases you say is soil responds to seeds not wishes yes you've really latched onto that and i think that's uh very apparent in your book mm-hmm. that it wasn't just a bunch of wishes. You planted a lot of seeds and, and, uh, it's fun to see it. Thank you. Fruitful and multiplying. Yes. Yes. So fun. Love so it. I think a lot of this, uh, soil response to seeds, not wishes really, uh, gives us a, an overview of what your accountability group is. So <laughs> I thought it, it might be good to talk about the accountability program and, uh, one participant in mind that uh, you saw her days didn't match her dreams mm-hmm. and how clear that is for you on the outside and how blind most of us are to that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so funny when people get a peek inside of what you're doing and then they do say, like, okay, let me see what you're doing to move forward. What I realized when I started my accountability group was that a lot of people are wishing things to happen to their life. And I've done this too so many times in my life. Like I wish, I wish for a long time to have a book before I took action. There's often your drink is so loud, babe. It is. Yeah. It's I'll so stop talking. Or stop drinking. <laughs> uh, I just hear it in my headphones all the time thinking our listeners are like, what is that? It's just a lot of ice, but... <laughs> And Red Bull. And Red Bull. Okay, but really what I think about is how often do we sit and think about things that we're doing without actually doing it? I think a lot of people will be like, I'm so busy, but what are we busy doing and what are we busy thinking about doing? And it was very clear to me when I started the accountability program, I started it for me because I was like, why am I not making more traction? Well, I was thinking about it in between my ears a lot more than I was actually doing the work. And so um, I think that's huge when we write down what our day looks like and can see, is this actually fruit? 
that I'm doing or am I thinking about it? And so soil does respond to, you know, seeds, um, and not just wishes, not just thinking about it. It's like, well, you have to plant something there to see growth. And, um, and so I was talking to one of our franchise owners who wanted a lot in her business, a ton in her business. And I said, this is awesome. Like, I'm super excited. I'm pumped. I'm along for the ride with you. And then I said, let, let me see what your days look like. So she wrote them out and man, they did not match. And what she was doing in her day, some equaled fruit, but a lot did not. And I said, I really love your goals, but I think you either need to change your goals or change your schedule because they're not matching up. And I think a lot of times that's where frustration comes. We get super frustrated because we're not as far as we think we should be. But then when we look at our days, oftentimes there's just not enough seeds and fruit. I love it. And um, I think one of the fun things about our house, mm-hmm. a lot of people probably don't know that we have a hundred acre farm and you're a farmer pretty much. I actually am a farmer. I'm really good at it. <laughs> so really- our house is actually on like half an acre, but mm-hmm. behind it is somebody else's hundreds of acres of farm. Yeah. yeah. So we get to watch it, what, seven years now? Mm-hmm. We get to see kind of the process and... And uh, Mm -hmm. we watch every moment of it. Yeah. It's a big day when they plant and plow and harvest and all that stuff. That's big in our house. We sit and watch. Um, But there's so many lessons, one in the Bible and one in our very backyard, learning about planting and sowing and reaping. You know, if you don't sow a ton of seeds, like we have oftentimes beans or corn. And a lot of times right by our house, the corn gets taken down because our kids like to shuck it a little bit, but there's, like you said, a hundred acres. So, um, you know, not all of it is great because it gets messed with and the deers eat it and the kids play with it and that sort of stuff. And so, but I don't think the farmer would ever know because he plants so many seeds. And it is fun to see how much work goes into planting those seeds mm-hmm. and it doesn't pop up till yeah six months later. Yeah. But you know what else to Adam with that said, when we think about our back area, it's never the same. So sometimes like right now, um, well, sometimes it's just dirt, complete dirt. And then before they plant the seeds, there's yellow weeds everywhere, but it's beautiful. It, so it goes from brown to yellow, beautiful. And then it goes to little tiny green little seeds that are sprouting up and then tall green where it's like a sea of green. And then as the crops are getting ready to get harvest, then it turns brown and it's tall brown corn and then it gets shucked down again. And so it's like there's always a color and a layer and a different look. The back is never the same. And I think that's true with our dreams and goals. Really, if we, um, you know, kind of map them next to each other, it's like, we're always, it's always moving and changing and it may not look like it looked like the day before, but is it moving forward to producing a harvest? So powerful. Mm -hmm. And every now and then it becomes a baseball field. It does. And it's useful for that too. Useful for that (laughs) Which is so good. So I was going to read 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11. Mm, Yeah. One of your favorite verses, uh, certainly going on this. He says, Now this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountiful will also reap bountiful. And I was going to stop there and say that like, that's a lot of 
that sales process and some mm-hmm. of the things that we do selling baseball tickets or uh, you selling books and all these things that um, if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so much of it goes to what's that, that beginning effort and to sow bountifully mm-hmm. on the front end. But anyway, so it goes on to say each one must do just as he pro- proposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always having a sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. This verse is significant for you. Yeah. Seems you're always talking about sowing, reaping. Yeah. How does it relate to the business (laughs) and life of of Sarah Noose? Well, I think anybody who hears me speak or reads my book or is in my accountability group, this I hammer this home. I talk about sowing and reaping and fruit all the time because it is really in the action. I'm a big believer in taking action, like what's the next thing? And I think oftentimes we get overwhelmed with a dream or a goal, but we don't have to. We don't have to think about the whole big thing. We have to think about just the next thing. And that's something that my friend Bob Goff has talked about a lot. Like don't look about all of it, look about the next thing. What's the very next thing I can do? And, um, I do believe that God, you know, purposed everything in our heart for a reason. And so being mindful of that and just taking the next step forward. And I love in Corinthians when it does say, if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. So if you just do a little, you will get a little back. It doesn't say you might, it says you will reap sparingly. And so, but then it says, you know, if if you sow bountiful, you will, will reap, will also like I, it doesn't say you might, it doesn't say if you're lucky, it doesn't say it's a possibility. It says he who sows bountiful will also reap bountiful, will also reap. So I think about that so much in giving and sowing and, you know, I don't know, just like in, in everything that we do, like our marriage, if I give bountiful, I know it comes back to me tenfold from you. And same with our kids. If I am all in, they become the kids that, you know, others look, look to, it's like, no, this is big. And same with business. And so it's a, it's so biblical, but it's so easy to think like, okay, if I put down a penny, I might get a penny back. But if I put a hundred pennies, I might get a hundred pennies back, you know? So I just think about it's so simple and we often forget, we often look at the biggest goal instead of like measure it out and know that that big goal can be there if we take those small daily deposits because they do equal great success. I love it. And uh, it reminds me that I started a little small group that we've talked about before, but uh, there was a debate this last week. Uh, Pastor Greg, who's in the group, he he made a comment about when people say better than I deserve. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. and then there, it sparked a big debate of, um, on one hand, we are all better than we deserve and mm-hmm. better than uh, blessed beyond what we should Mm-hmm. But on the other side, um, a lot of like the Bible talks about he wants us to be successful and he mm-hmm. wants kind of a reminder that he he's encouraging us to be sowing bountifully yeah, and uh, that he wants our roads paved with gold and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So um, a lot of encouragement that, that dreaming and, and striving for more 
Uh, God wants that. Mm-hmm. So Well, and he's very clear back to the word will. He, you will. So it's like a matter of depending. It's on you. It, it's on each of us on how much we sow. So another verse you like, mm-hmm. Matthew 3, mm-hmm. 10. You talk about, it talks about producing good fruit. Mm-hmm. And you talked last week about creating a t-shirt about uh about producing good fruit so big passion point of yours yeah you want to talk a little bit about it yeah i would love to so matthew 13 8 says still other seed fell on fertile soil and they produced crop that was 30 60 and even a hundred times as much was planted so we will will get that bountiful um harvest, but it says produced a crop that was 30, 60, even a hundred times as much that had been planted. So it's not saying that God will match our fruits, but it's saying that like there will be a huge harvest. And I think that's just so important to know and to remember that there is a harvest coming, but we have to do the work. We have to do the work. And that's just a huge part of you know, what we're called to do really. And so I also think about, um, the, the fruit in life, you know, we, in our accountability, one of the things I talk about a lot is cutting the dead branches. That's another big thing for me. In Matthew 10, it talks about, it's Matthew three ten. Yes. Every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown away into the fire. And so one of the things we look about in our accountability is what is not producing good fruit? I mean, there's a lot of things that I was doing in my day that wasn't producing good fruit. Now, it stresses people out when I say that because I'm not a huge TV person. Like, you know that, but like TV doesn't produce good fruit. It just doesn't. Like there's nothing moving my day forward. Now, do I think TV is bad? No, I definitely think good fruit comes when you're able to relax. So I'm not one to say that, but I'm saying that if we're binge watching Netflix, you're probably not going to get a ton of fruit from that. Maybe a conversation with somebody who's watched the same thing that you have, but it's in the doing. And then, so I allow, I ask the people in my accountability when they do write down their schedule, well, they do in accountability, what is not producing good fruit? And there's a lot of times, there's a lot of things that are not producing good fruit. I often share a story about this girl and she had dreams and goals to have a huge successful business, but she was also a mom of three, had a husband and, you know, lots to take care of at her home. So she decided to set her alarm early to wake up to get some things done. And so she woke up in the wee hours, it was like 5 a.m. And her kids normally don't wake up till about seven. So she was like, I'm going to get two hours of work done. Well, she goes downstairs and starts the coffee maker and she realizes that she hadn't emptied the dishwasher the night before. So she's like, I'm going to quickly go and do that. And then she fills up her coffee and then she realizes they're out of milk. So she starts making a list of, okay, this is what I need to get at the grocery store. Um, And then it reminded her of, oh man, I didn't get to this email. And the story keeps going on and on to say how easily we get distracted. So long before these two hours are up or right when these two hours are up, she hadn't gotten anything done. She was mindlessly like running through her house, getting the little things done that weren't really adding up to much. She had these two uninterrupted hours that all of a sudden got stolen away from her with dead branches. And so I think about that a lot and we all have this stuff happen to us. Like, you know, 
if you talk to somebody like, man, I've had a super productive day at work, like that's awesome. But there's some very not productive days at work where we're just going from one thing to the next. And so really trying to identify the dead fruit or the dead branches and the, the places in our life that are not producing good fruit, that's really key in my accountability. And by writing our schedule down, it's very um, visible to us. And so we can start trying to change our routine. That was a long answer. Sorry, babe. That was a great answer. And it, uh, I don't know where my, it sparked a deep thought that I don't know um, exactly what it is, but the, like the danger of, we've all gone through trying to plant these seeds with probably wrong motives. Mm. And uh, sometimes when you start planting seeds that are all designed about making money mm. or um, something that's not God driven or um, more purpose driven than just making a bunch of money. And uh, those don't usually go very well. Mm. And uh, either they don't start sprouting or they go sprout 30 or 60 or 90 times in the wrong direction Mm -hmm. and it's a a big cleanup so making sure that we're the seeds that we're sowing kind of come from the right motives Mm -hmm. and sometimes when we look back at those unanswered prayers and Mm -hmm. when we think that God's not helping us um, a lot of that is because we weren't coming to him with the right motives that Mm -hmm. um, we were asking for things that weren't really ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I think we've had moments of that too. The cool thing about God is how faithful he is. Like, you know, I feel like it's always revealed at some point and not right off the bat. And so just, I think you and I have learned to trust God and trust in the processes, like put our best foot forward. And when doors are shut, okay, so that door's shut and I'm going to keep hustling through life the best I know how. And God is faithful. Love it. So cool. So for those that are trying to start taking action, a mm-hmm. uh, big part of anytime you go out and speak, anytime you uh, talk about your book, one of the first things that comes out of your mouth is take an action. Mm-hmm. Yes, take action. So it's kind of funny about that is, that's what I talk about a lot, but I realized something um, that Brian and Leslie Fiscus, we've talked about them a zillion times on our podcast, but I remember I was speaking at an event and Leslie was going to be there. And I said, you know, I'm going to sell my books afterwards. And she's like, I want you to really ask people to buy it. Normally I'm just there to sell my book. Like people know, you know, if you have a table and a ton of books, you're selling books. And so I'll normally say, you know, I'll be at the table if you'd like to get a copy of my book. Well, having Leslie, one of my, I call her one of my four quarters, like one of my really great close friends that is not only a mentor, but a good friend. And we just love them. But I was like, man, she's in the audience. Like I've got to step up my game. I want her to think that I can make an ask of myself. And so it was so cool. I had a bunch of books there. And at the end I said, now here's the deal. I want all of you to take action. But one of my goals really is I need to take action too. And I cannot go back on the airplane with any of these books. And so I'm here to tell you, I need you to not buy one, but I need you to buy 10. And if you can buy even more for those people out there that you think this book would impact and that will help me. So I'm asking you to do that. And I was like, oh my God, I got like sweaty hands and I'm like, oh, I hope that wasn't too forward because I never want to be that forward. And, um, it was so cool. The fourth person in line. So there was a lot of big line And at the fourth person, I sold out all my books because they were buying cases and cases of books. And I was like, 
oh, that's what it's like to take action. It's not, it wasn't a wish. I wish I can sell these books. I asked, I actually asked people. And so people who are wanting to take action, what's the first step you need to do? Who's the first person you can ask to help or get advice from to actually move forward? Don't think about the big goal. I want to sell a million books in five years, but in that room, I had a room full of people and I just needed to make an ask to get rid of the books that I had on hand. Now, I didn't have a million, but I got rid of all the ones that I had right there. And so I would just say, do the first thing that you can to move your business, your dream, your goal, your marriage forward. And sometimes like I always talk a lot about business, but like think about our marriage. Like there's a lot of small things we can do to either build our marriage up or tear it down. And um, I hope we don't ever tear it down, but I think we have to be mindful of those small things too that matter day in and day out. It's not the one Valentine's night where, you know, you get me flowers or something. It's the every single day is Valentine's here, babe. Always. And I get you flowers daily. I know. Yes, you do. <laughs> daily. No. No, he doesn't. Don't worry. But you are. You give me lots of love all the time. Well, good. All right. So take action, listeners. And if you need help, actually, if you need help, join my accountability group. It um, We have them almost monthly. They're t- for a select group of people. So I can really dive in. And it's, um, it's on my website, sarahnews.com, but you can go there and really dive into what it is and start to reveal what habits you have and try to put new habits in place. And it's an intense program that will definitely equal growth. I think uh, January is a fun example of, you've always said max out at 10 mm-hmm. and then you were like, well, I'm max. I need to like, maybe I'll try 20. Mm-hmm. And so then you tried 20 and then. Yeah, I think you came to me and you're like, it's 30 too many. Like, Let's try <laughs> yeah. it. So it's so you good. You pushed it a little bit this this month, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think you nailed it. Yeah, we had a great time. We had a great group of girls, and it's just going to continue. We have some full groups coming up in the next few months, and so, um, but we're thinking about doing some spinoffs. And actually, we should tell everybody what you and I are going to do. Yeah. <laughs> so um, whenever we ask people to write their dreams and goals down and stuff, there's three that are constant. They may or may not be a business owner, um, but what there always is a constant is I want to get closer to Jesus, like more spiritual, spiritual time. I really want to work out and be fit. And then the other constant is like, I want a strong marriage with my spouse. And so you and I have talked about how often this comes up. And so you are going to join me and we're going to do a relationship series on accountability. So still the accountability of, you know, fighting for your dreams and goals and, um, planting those seeds, but you and I are going to come, together in a couple of messages throughout that relationship series to help people move the needle in a positive direction from the things that we do and things we've learned. And I think it's gonna be so fun. Oh boy. (laughs) All right, babe. Well, this was good. Great chapter. My favorite one yet. (laughs) Love you, bud. Proud of you. Hey, it's Sarah Noose. And I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to sarahnoose.com and sign up 
There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.